I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hi, my name is Tanya DeBrock. I'm a graduate of Mary Song Restoration Center. I'm going to share a little bit of my journey and the testimony of Jesus in my life. I'm going to pray first. Lord, I thank you for this day, Father. I thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord God, I just pray that when I open my mouth, you will fill it, Lord God, for your glory. And I pray, Lord, that I may be an encouragement to someone today. In your precious name, amen. I'm going to be honest with you. I battled in my mind over what I was going to share with you today. I had something completely different prepared, but that is not what the Lord wanted me to say. The very thing that I struggled with the most in my mind is exactly what the Lord said to share on. So here goes. I've previously gone through Mary Song three times. The first time I came into the program was in April of 2013. I was an extremely broken and confused individual. Growing up, my mom was severely mentally disabled, and she lived in a reality that she had created for herself, which was far from the reality that we live in. I was forced to grow up very quickly and take on many responsibilities that a seven-year-old should never have to be concerned with. I basically had to become mom for my little brother. My mom was in and out of mental institutions our entire life. My dad divorced her early on and remarried, and that was not a good situation either. I was molested from the time I was seven and throughout my teenage years. I began to rebel at a very young age. I did not trust any adults as I felt that they had all failed me in one way or another. I've since come to the understanding that people can only give us what they have. We live in a fallen world since the time creation began, starting with Adam and Eve. We were all born with a sin nature, but Christ has come in the flesh to set us free if we accept his free gift of salvation. I have come to a place of forgiveness, and I don't hold any ill feelings towards my parents. In Psalms 27.10, the Lord says, My father and my mother abandoned me. I'm like an orphan, but you took me in and you made me yours. I'm so thankful that in God's word, he says that we are accepted in the beloved. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves us so much. So I left home at the age of 15 and moved in with my first husband-to-be and his mom, which is just as dysfunctional, if not more so, than my own I was using drugs off and on at this time. The relationship I was in was mentally, physically, and emotionally abusive. I would stay in this relationship for 15 years, and I also had three daughters. I was so emotionally distraught that I could not function in public. I tried several times to get a job, only to run out of the door because I could not even pour a cup of coffee. I would later learn that I suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder. Years of severe depression, attempts of suicide, and drug addiction would follow. 
In 2005, I went to prison for three and a half years. My bad choices had finally caught up with me, and I would pay a very hefty price. So I began to reach out to the Lord at this point, reading my Bible for hours on end and attending every church service that was available to me. And the Lord met me in a very powerful way. In 2007, while still incarcerated, I would receive news my 15-year-old daughter had passed away. The Lord carried me through this time in a very supernatural way. Being in prison and also having suppressed pain for the majority of my lifetime, I was unable to grieve the loss of my child. It wasn't long after getting out of prison that I would relapse. This is about the time that I would have entered into Mary's song. And the Lord did a mighty work in my life through this program, but I, but I struggled. It was definitely not an easy road for me. I left the program the first time after 10 months, and I now understand that it was because I was not fully surrendered to the Lord and his plan for my life. I had suppressed anger towards God, and I could not trust him fully with my life. I lived in so much deception, and I was wrapped in so many lies that I believed about myself and about God. I was also in fear of opening up to my pain because I felt that I would either lose my mind like my mother or I would die of a broken heart. It would take another year and a half of Mary's song and of humbling myself to allow God to take me to those deep places of pain in my heart. And I am telling you that God is faithful. He's faithful, he's patient, he's loving, and he's kind. God's word says that he will bring to full completion the good work that he begins in us. The Lord could have left me that way, but he didn't. His love chased me down time and time and time again. He poured his love out on me, and he did it for a reason. God comforts us in all of our sorrows that we, in turn, will comfort others with the same comfort that we were comforted with. Jesus went to that cross with his arms wide open and his heart exposed. It blows my mind that he left his throne in the heavens to come down to earth and to live as a man. He took on a body of flesh so that he could identify with us in our sufferings and know exactly how to comfort us and carry us through them. You know, God, that really, really chokes me up because he didn't have to do that. The Lord went to that cross and he said a prayer. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do while being ridiculed and mocked and spit upon and mistreated. His love is so far reaching and so patient and so kind. And it just absolutely blows my mind. I have a blog here by our pastor, Pastor Frank Bailey, and it's called Rise Up and Walk. In John 5, 8, Jesus said to him, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Only Jesus tells us to do things that we could never possibly do. This reminds me of the famous words of Augustine, Lord, command what you will, but give what you command. This man could not possibly walk, but he was commanded to try. 
This speaks volumes to us. How many lame and paralyzed among us lay dormant in our condition? Excuses keep us bound. Jesus speaks to all of us to do what we could never do. The truth is he meets us when we step out in faith. What is he saying to you? He may be calling you to preach his word. You have to take the first step. He may be asking you to pray for the sick. Again, we step out and he does the healing. He may be asking you to begin to step out in faith in your giving. You sow the seed. You sow the seed and he brings the increase. Here's how Matthew Henry describes it. He is bidden to rise and walk, a strange command to be given to an impotent man that he had been long disabled. But this divine word was to be the vehicle of divine power. It was a command to the disease to be gone, to nature to be strong. But it is expressed as a command to him to bestir himself. He must rise and walk, that is, attempt to do it. And in the essay, he should receive strength to do it. The conversion of a sinner is a cure of a chronic disease. This is ordinarily done by the word, a word of command, arise and walk, arise and walk, turn and live, make ye a new heart, which no more supposes a power in us to do it. Without the grace of God, distinguishing grace, then this supposed such a power in the impotent man. But if he had not attempted to help himself, he had not been cured, and he must have borne the blame. Yet it does not therefore follow that when he did arise and walk, it was by his own strength. No, it was by the power of Christ, and he must have all the glory. So don't just lay there making excuses like this paralyzed man did. No one will help me get into the water, and someone else always gets in first. Just pick up your palate and begin to act on God's word. You know, sometimes we can get caught up in victim mode, which I know personally myself, that was a difficult place for me to rise above. But Jesus is the God of all flesh. And there's absolutely nothing that is too difficult for him. If you just trust him, God's word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, because our understanding is so limited. In all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will make straight paths for your feet. God can be trusted. His word is true, and it's the truth that we know that sets us free. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever and God watches over his word to perform it and accelerate it in our lives he is the way maker the miracle worker and the promise keeper and you know I thought that it would just never work out for me that I was doomed to a life of failure but God by his grace and his mercy he changed me. All I know is that I was walking one way in the complete opposite direction. And he just radically changed my heart. He changed my world. And he can do the same for you. You are not hopeless.
And I pray that this testimony has encouraged you. And I thank you for allowing me to share a bit of my story with you. Thank you. To God be the glory. I am redeemed. I've been set free, and he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I am a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. 